0: Hey guys, you're listening to Raising Finance Talks with Sam and Al. We're on an absolute mission to help developers raise their first million from investors so they can go on and do deals with six-figure profits.
1: So if you're not moving forward with your property business through a lack of cash, then this podcast is for you. We're going to deep dive into all aspects of raising private finance. So thanks for listening
0: and let's dive in. Welcome to this week's episode, everyone. This is all about how to find investors without going networking. And the reason we brought this to you at this moment is a few people have asked us about finding investors and and how we go about that. And something we wanted to talk about was all the money you ever need is in your phone book. So if you don't like networking and you don't have the time to do it, or you're just pretty shit at talking to someone in a sort of really quick environment then you don't have to go and that's what we're trying to get through to to you guys as well.
1: Yeah there's plenty of other options out there so we're gonna get stuck into chatting through plenty of them.
0: Sounds good. So mate there are quite a few problems sort of we've encountered, we've observed from people we speak to um, just generally that we know are out there. So Myself. Why don't we just, myself
1: hey? very much included in that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too.
0: Especially in the early days when you sort of you're new to the whole property world and you actually think, you know, that is the only place to find someone. And you come across all these sort of problems and issues and, you know, just generally just not really liking it so
1: yeah it can be it, a real sticking point you know think feeling like you've got limited options yeah. um, and thinking you know I, I must find someone at a networking event that's where people are with money uh, or I need to f- find an angel investor so we just want to <laughs> good old angels <laughs> good old angels and yeah. they're only
0: at networking events yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah let's let's talk about the, the problem so we've got a few on the list we're just gonna fly through them and and just just to sort of get them out there so that you guys know that you're not alone. We've been through these things and obviously people we work through um, or work with go through these things as well. So yeah, yeah. do you want to start off, Sam? Yeah,
1: I mean, a a big one for me when I sort of first started in property um, was spending a lot of time just feeling really nervous about going to networking events. Um, Sweaty palms. Sweaty palms, (laughs) yeah. Um, Yeah, I had this idea in my head that everyone who went to them was kind of all suited and booted had lots of properties lots of money and yeah I just got kind of nervous around that or I thought everyone was from the corporate world you know I, I was you know still doing building work at that time um, and it was just something I kind of created in my head that I got quite nervous around and didn't really look forward to the events um, and quite often didn't really enjoy them when I was at them as well. Yeah
0: I've I've had similar experiences too um, I guess you build it up what it what it might be like and um, you know, it's, it's, it's it is nerve wracking because it's just a room full of people. And, and if you are new to it or, well, if you're new to property or if you're new to networking in general, and it's not your forte, cause there's a lot of people that just don't like talking to loads of different people all at the same time. Mm. It, it, it's definitely something that people can get nervous about. So the other one is time constraints, isn't it? And sort of you, you have to sort of go somewhere. You have to be somewhere. You have to take time out of your day. I don't know about you, but you know I know there are lots of networking events in the daytime, but majority of them are in the evenings I've got two young kids like you're taking time away from family time it's you know it's 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 a constraint right and and something that people feel like they have to do
1: yeah exactly and if it's if it's something you are sort of taking time away from your family for and maybe the evenings or you know late afternoons you're not doing maybe school pickups or having you yeah, know that time after school um then you know that can be a a real pain point especially if you're not looking forward to it and then you go and you feel like it was it maybe didn't go that well or you just got stuck yeah. speaking to one person yeah. for <laughs> half an hour about rent to rent when you were really trying to look for someone who was interested in developments but you weren't able to get away yeah. <laughs> you know i <So> just <laughs> want to talk
0: to you about their developments yeah instead yeah. of the whole idea of being there which is actually i'm going here to you know obviously build out the network and but really i want to raise some money Like Mm. this is obviously where we're coming from. You know, if you want to raise money, there are easier ways to do it than go networking. So, I mean, that segues real nicely into the next bit. So the problem is you take all that time out, don't you? And then you you spend, you know, however many nights a month out networking away from your family, away from whatever it is you you sort of do in that time. And then when you get in the room, it's not that targeted most of the time. Because there, there aren't, I mean, there is money, don't get me wrong, and people will argue till they're blue in the face. But our sort of position on this and stance is very much that, you know, we're going to raise money. And is it as targeted as other things that you could be doing? And, and sometimes it's not, right?
1: No, exactly. I mean, if you're, if you're going into a networking event, then chances are... 90% plus, I would say. That's my figure I've just made up right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Official stat.
0: Let me just uh a st- statistic
1: <laughs> No reference for that whatsoever. <laughs> no. um, but yeah, that's my stat. Experience. Nine, no, yeah, it's n- all about experience. experience. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at least 90% of the people there in that room are going to be looking to raise money as well. Yeah. Um, And there probably aren't going to be too many people in there who are interested in investing with other people. That's just my experience of networking events.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's mine too. And and you do get pitchy. You have to be pitchy. You have to get to the point really quickly. Um, It's very hard to build a relationship before you start getting into all of that, you know, chit chat around, you know, the percentages and the returns, which is the opposite way in which... We do, not to mention that there are so many people in networking events just shouting out about like, here's here's my 8%, which you're not even allowed to do, Um, you know, but that's another episode for another day. Um, But yeah, it's it's really, really key that it's just not as targeted as things that we would maybe choose to do.
1: Yeah, and I think um, a big one when you're going out and speaking to new people, obviously they're out you know they're just new people you're speaking to they have no no knowledge of who you are and what you do yeah so it's going to take a lot longer to build up that relationship with someone to a point where you think there might be someone who would invest or you know they're interested in you and vice versa um whereas you can also do things a little bit differently where like you say it can be just more targeted um speaking to people that you already know
0: yeah, no, definitely. Um, uh, but mate, there's no alternative, is there? <laughs> like, there There's nowhere else. Like I have to go networking. That is also a bit of a bullshit statement as well. Um, I mean, we talked a bit about that in the other points, but it, it, there are so many options and so much qu- like quicker options to raise money as well. So um, that's something that we're going to delve into. Um, yeah,
1: there's, there's definitely a place for networking. It can be a, a, a good thing to do. Um, but not if you want to raise finance quickly.
0: Yeah, and that's the whole point, guys, here, that that that's kind of what we're trying to allude to is that, you know, speed is of the essence. We all want to move to where we want to go relatively quickly. Um, And if that is the case, and you do feel like networking is the only option, then we're here to say that it it just isn't. So um, with that in mind, I mean, like you said, there is a place for networking, but let's delve into like some of the, solution-based sort of stuff that we can bring to the table um, to help people sort of, you know, what else is there? What else can I do? What what, what are the other options? So we can delve into that. Um, we did say at the beginning, there is one thing that I said right at the start of this, which is all the money you need is in your phone book. And this is something, when you talk about speed, this is the quickest, easiest just simplest way to get out there and start raising money um yeah is-
1: I've got a big smile on my face <laughs> it's certainly true for me and yeah it works really well I think um you know we were just we were speaking about this earlier where um when I started raising finance started working with Al um I thought no I don't you know I'm a builder you know it's bob the roofer and gary the plasterer in my <laughs> phone book and you know no no one else has got any money that i know um but sure enough we spent time delving into that a bit further um and i didn't i don't know, I, I think i've been to one networking event in the past few years but we actually
0: checked that just yeah, in case yeah, um, yeah we november 2017 wasn't yeah, yeah, like?
1: it we started working together like a month or two before that yeah um yeah. And I haven't been networking since and i raised over 10 million. And yeah. within the first eight months, that was like 4 million. Yeah, So just yeah. shows, you know, I spent time going into my phone book um, and I found all the money there and I haven't done any networking since.
0: Yeah. And it just shows. And I think that if you think about the lead time of that, you know, it, it just happened all in the space of, I don't know, not that many months and to be able to go out and just really targeted and raise money from people you already, and this is the thing, people you already have built up that know, like, and trust with. um, And that's what makes it quicker. That's what makes it, you know, the speed element of it kicks in because as long as you know, and, and we've got loads of episodes on this, how to attract investors. So if that is a sticking point, always go back and reference those previous episodes because there's a lot in there that can help you do that but once you know how to get that attention and that interest from someone you you know you can really start ramping up those conversations and having those chats and you know getting to the point of interest really really quickly I think that's really really key
1: yeah it just saves a lot of time from you can go and start texting people that you already know and like you say the trust is already there they they know you um, yeah they probably know that you're starting to get involved in property or you've done a couple of developments or you already own a couple of buy to lets or HMOs so you know they've already got a bit of an idea about how you operate and how you do things and probably know your character so it's a lot easier for them to you know decide is this some is this someone that I might want to work with and then you can get interest yes or no and then move forward from there so you know it saves a lot of time when when the trust and the relationship is, is already there
0: yeah, no, a hundred percent, and and it's low hanging fruit, isn't it? Is people, that, and the, the the thing is when because you've built all that up and you've already got that like relationship with them, they already know who you are, like trust who you are. You are in a position where like you're converting and I don't want to use the word conversion rate but it kind of is you know you're trying to move them from okay I've got your attention now we're trying to work out if we're interested and then we're obviously moving uh, into the transactional side of things once we've done all the things we need to do regulation wise it's, it's really like it, the conversion is much quicker yeah. whereas in networking you, you'd have to talk to hundreds of people just to get a very 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 small number of them interested in even just having a conversation You know, that's it.
1: I think as well, like um, that can be a bit of a a mindset shift as well. You can, that will be quite important is to just realise that there's a lot of people out there who want to invest in property, you know. We live in England. Everyone everyone loves property, don't they? Everyone, oh, yeah. everyone generally wants to be yeah. involved in some way. You know, they've heard about the returns. They've read the newspaper articles over the years. They've seen how much property goes up on yeah. average every few years. You know, people are interested. Um, it's like a complete cultural thing in this yeah. country that everyone... Unless-
0: unless you're a landlord though and then everyone just hates you so (laughs) of course yeah but I think you know
1: just based on my experience you know I thought when I started that I'd have to go networking and I'd it would be you know a big angel investor or someone from the corporate world that would you know that would invest in me yeah Um, and it's it's not it's just people that I know that are in my phone book that are interested in investing and they might have been involved in property before they might not have yeah um but they're just people that I've gone out to and they became interested and then obviously invested. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so it doesn't have to be from, you know, angel investors. You can use them, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it, it doesn't have to
0: be. There's there's other routes you can use. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think having, I think a lot of it uh, as well is, is uh, money in my phone book. First of all, I'm not sure, like, trust me, I came from a, you know, a bad background or, you know, there's someone that... I don't know just I don't know anyone I've got no friends i got my mum doesn't have any money I know that for a fact my dad doesn't have any money I know that for a fact all of these things start going through people's heads and it and that's okay and and that's fine because it is a there is a fear around asking for money and but that's not what you're going out to do when you do delve into your phone book and what what I wanted to mention at this point is we do have a free sort of resource if attracting investors is a sticking point and it's something that you're not sort of sure of then we do have a free resource that can help you do that and and it's really really sort of powerful so check in the show notes the link will be in it um just for you to delve into that should you need to or want to
1: yeah i just wanted to touch on what you mentioned there about you know talking about your background and things like that that was absolutely my position you know i grew up single parent family on a council estate um money was scarce yeah you know Definitely got you know, I had some sort of negative views around money, especially when it came to like asking people for money. Yeah. You know, I just I remember that. Yeah, I wasn't into it. You know, yeah. we, we did plenty of work around that. Um so it's perfectly normal to have those kind of fears and worries. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely something that you know we worked through and was a massive help for me um and it's been the same thing with some of our clients recently as well similar kind of issues i think it's, it's obviously very common for a lot of people to have yeah. you know those kind of thoughts about money and uh, you know approaching other people yeah um
0: i'm in dangerous territory of a like a complete segue into something else by accident here but <laughs> uh, but it is true like if you if building that opportunity is what creates or, or what gets rid of that sort of fear right like building the opportunity of you and the value of you and sort of what you bring to the table and why that's important to the investor. This is what we are literally, well, we are actually literally on a, almost on a rooftop preaching it right now, but that is what we are shouting about all of the time is taking the time to build that so that when you are going out, you're not asking for money. You're positioning it in a very, very, very different way. And I think that's so vital to think about. And I'm not going to sort of go too far into that because we've done episodes on how to build your opportunity and stuff like that. But it is, it is really vital. So, I mean, let's talk about results then. Like, what would the results be? We've, we obviously know what the problems are. We've been through those. We've talked a little bit about the solution being people in the phone book. Um, you know, it's much quicker. There are other options out there to find investors other than networking events. What would be the result then of going down that road? So you decide look, there are people that love networking and that is okay, by the way. We're not saying if you like networking, you have to stop, but there are also equally loads of people that hate it. And that's when we're giving, I guess, a, just a different alternative. And that's what we're trying to share with you today. So yeah, the well, result of that, go on, what were you going to say? Well, about? I was
1: just going to say, obviously, if you love going networking, then great. I've got loads of great friends that I've met from networking or different courses. Um But if you're going there to raise money, I think there's a lot more effective way you can be spending your time. Yeah.
0: Well, um, and also if you do like it and you are going to raise money, then, you know, I don't know, there's a, there's a, there's a way of doing that as well and being massively targeted in terms of, you know, where you go and, and what you say when you're there. But I mean, like I said, that's, maybe again, maybe that's another episode or two. But um, for now, this is for those that just don't really like it um, yeah. and, and don't feel it's a time on investment or return on time invested.
1: Yeah, so I think in terms of results, when you're going and speaking to people in your phone book, you know, God knows how many people are in our phone book, but I'm pretty sure that most of the people in my phone book, if they, if I didn't think they would be a typical investor, then I'm pretty sure that they know someone who, who might be. So there's always a different approach you can take with people and, you know, find out if people are interested and if they're not interested, then oh, you, do you know anyone who might be interested? You know, yeah. it's always something we can ask as well. Yeah. Um, so if you think about all the numbers in your phone book and all the people, then you really you've got a, a massive yeah. amount of investors, you know, on tap essentially. Yeah. You can turn on that tap and start texting people and putting yourself out there a bit more and, you know, having meetings and you know, just exploring, um, you know, what you do with other people. Um, and yeah. so, and by doing that, you'll get to find you know your ideal investors when you start opening up conversations and finding out what people are interested in, what they're looking to do, what they want to achieve, you know, their why essentially, then you will start to connect with people on a, a bit of a deeper level rather than just percentages. And you will be able to find the right investors for you um, and you'll be able to, you know, if it does, if it is something that works, then you'll be able to match them up with something that's the right investment for them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and I think also around the, the topic of, you know, the ideal investors, we we mentioned about networking being targeted. Is it targeted? Maybe it's not as targeted as it could be. Um, this is super targeted because you're able, based on the fact that, you know, these are your close sort of network of people in your phone book, you're able to really sort of build like a, a nice profile of that person before you even commit to getting in contact with them yeah and i think that's massive because you just get quickly into the conversation that you want to get into and you're not having to do the dance you're not having to take ages warming people up because you just know those people really really well so there's much like less friction getting into those conversations is what i i feel as well It's certainly been my experience you know
1: So I've only worked with people that were in my phone book. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So all I know about that is it was pretty easy to work with them because they knew who I was. I knew them. Yeah. Um, and not especially well, you know, one of them I hadn't spoken to, I'd only known him for about six or eight months and I hadn't spoken to him for about, I think two or three years before I got back in contact with him. Um, and he became an investor. Um, but yeah we we'd worked together a little bit before just on a project when I was doing building work um and we I just knew a bit about him he knew a bit about me he knew how I worked when I was doing building work and he knew that I did good work and I was looking to get involved in property mm-hmm. and then when I went back and had a chat with him you know that was the link back and it was just nice and easy and you know we knew I didn't know him for a particularly long time but we knew a bit about each other so when it came to actually working together it was just quite easy.
0: Yeah, that's the that's the knock-on effect, isn't it? Is yeah. you when when you have that no-like trust, when it's someone that you already have that connection with, you've built a relationship with, the, the journey from there becomes a little bit easier as well. There's no, you know, the the projects that you do together, um, there'll certainly be way less issues than there would be if it's a slightly more random relationship that you've built. Or someone you don't know as well um, is definitely going to yeah. have an impact on that.
1: And then you can see, then when you're doing the project, you can just focus on spending time on the project and not managing the other person. Yeah, that's a big thing. I knew I never had to manage the other person. You know, yeah. they were there to help if I needed them on anything. Yeah. Um, but generally, it was just updating them and you know taking them through any any issues or just general progress. Um, and they were always happy with that because they, they knew me and they knew how I worked and what was what, what was happening at all times. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that no, just made I, it quite easy for the really easy relationship to have during and and after the project.
0: Yeah, I don't think you're giving yourself that much credit there. You, you're you, one of the things that you did really well is communicated with investors anyway throughout projects. But I, I know exactly what you're saying in terms of of that. It, it's definitely a thing that that comes out of of you know, going to people you already know. So yeah.
1: 100%, 100%. And one of the good things with that is as well, with when you're meeting up with people that you already know, And I was generally doing that just during the day. So during my kind of normal, if you like, if I have got normal working hours. Um, Do we? Just, really? Yeah, not really, yeah. <laughs> um Can be four in the morning, can be 10 at night, depends yeah. what's going on. <laughs> depends which kid wakes up. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Um So yeah, with that, I didn't have to spend yeah, evenings spending an hour getting on the tube and going to a networking event in town or you know just traveling out to maybe somewhere that was like 45 minutes and drive away from my house to go to the networking event so I wasn't having to spend my kind of valuable time going networking I was just spending it uh, you know having a lunch and maybe a couple of beers with people that I knew
0: yeah and, and but this is the thing right you're not spending the time going networking then you're able to Use that time for something more valuable and something that's really going to move you forward because raising finance is no different to you know finding properties. you have a pipeline of some description. you can't just go out there and find one property and then your life changes. you've got to that that mechanism of finding properties have to has to keep going in the background and raising finance is no different because this is another issue and, and this is another sort of thing that you can do is you, you use that time to build up the pipeline. So you're constantly having conversations with people that have come out of your phone book and you're just, because they're already kind of warmed up to you as a person, you're able to warm them up in that sort of raising finance relationship as well. And I think using that time for that is just it would the impact that you can have on your business just by... You know, utilising that time for something, you know, really targeted and quick, and, and, and something that is going to get you that finance that you need—it's—it's it's so so powerful.
1: Yeah, it's a so, seriously effective way to spend your time.
0: It is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and a final bit was just no, no more pitching or being pitched at. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that how you? I'd love to know what
1: um, networking. Right, my you... <laughs> name's Al,
0: and I've got twenty-seven properties. How many do you have? Isn't that uh, what happens? That's no, my
1: memory of it. No, no one, no one sung at me in like the the go yeah, compare not, man's yeah. voice. I don't know
0: where that came from, but um, yeah, that was uh, that is something that you do not have to deal with anymore if you don't want to.
1: You won't have to listen to the to Welsh me. Pavarotti networking yeah. anymore. That
0: is going to be my nickname, the Welsh Pavarotti. That is it, done. So let's just recap through it. Um, that was a lot of stuff. Obviously, we've gone through the sort of. The, the issues that that might be occurring with it, if if you don't like networking, we've gone through some solutions in the middle, and then we've talked about what the result would be of those solutions. So that's the overview. Um, again, in terms of recap, can't we can't sort of stress this enough? All the money you need is in your phone book. Yeah, like I, we can say that with total confidence. You know, Sam has raised ten million by doing this. So this is not bullshit this is this is how it is um yeah. and i think that's really vital to to sort of think about um
1: yeah and that that's part of the reason why we offer people a guarantee when they work with us because we're we just know all the money you need in your phone book so we always offer a guarantee to people yeah. that they'll raise money and if yeah. they don't raise the money in that time we'll carry on working with them until they do because yeah. we know it's all in the phone book
0: yeah unusually if it's if, if if there is issues it's it's more it's more to do with us as people not not a phone book <laughs> and our fears and concerns around it and that's what we work with people on anyway so that's all good and you're just saving time as well by not having to go networking and you know just this parting sort of line really of everyone is a potential investor until they're not so yeah. if you view your phone book like that then you, you can have a really, really different outlook on how this whole process looks yeah it's going to open
1: up a whole new world of opportunities.
0: We've really enjoyed sort of sending that one out so um, yeah just uh, thanks for listening and you know subscribe as always. We've picked up some new listen listeners I think recently. we have indeed
1: yeah yeah I had a nice uh, nice new bunch of new downloads this week or like a big increase in downloads so thank you everyone for listening.
0: That's amazing yeah thanks guys.
1: If you want to attract investors without asking for money, check out raisingfinanceclub.com for our free resources. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Raising Finance Club.